0: Encourage everyone to scan your body once in a while whenever you're feeling a very deep emotion so that you can start to recognize where your emotions
1: are located.
0: It's yuntak time with Akko and Tamo.
1: What does yuntak mean? It's an Okinawan word from the islands of Okinawa, which means chit-chat. We want to invite you to our kitchen table and include you in our chit-chat to explore new ways of thinking to welcome different perspectives
0: and we want to share ideas on how to love yourself love your partner and shower your children with love
1: this is episode 17
0: and the topic of the day is unusual ways to manage your stress but before we get to our recent happenings please take a quick moment to subscribe to our show And as far as our recent happenings, we wanted to talk about intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting, we've been doing this for a few years now and kind of in and out. With me in particular, I have done 20 hours of intermittent fasting and then four of that eating window. And then the average was usually 18 hours of fasting and then six hours of that eating window and it really worked great for me i usually would eat a little later and then wherever that six hour mark or that four hour mark stopped is when i stopped And it really worked out for me I was able to see a big difference People around me were able to see a big difference And with this, uh, you you still have to kind of watch out what you eat I mean, you can't just eat whatever you want uh, Because you will tack on some calories if you're not being watchful But I wanted to just turn the mic over to Tomo So he can let you know of his experience
1: Yeah, sure I've been also intermittent fasting for quite a while now And uh, one thing that I want to say is uh, Intermittent fasting is as it's said intermittent fasting so you're not fasting for the whole day but there are for example 16 hour fasts where you don't eat for 16 hours and you eat in eight hour feeding window Uh, there's a 18 6 and then 20 and 4 so 20 20 hours of fasting and four hours of eating And then there's so many different other types of fasts where you fast for 24 hours, 36 hours. There are many types of fasting out there. Uh, The reason that I started is I have a family history of diabetes. So I wanna make sure that I do what I can now so that I don't go into pre-diabetes or diabetes uh, in Mm -hmm. the future. I love my carbs. I love pasta, breads, rice, all those things. So uh, I have to be mindful when I eat and also by adding intermittent fasting. It not only helps with the processing of glucose, but it also helps with other benefits such as increased growth hormone Mm -hmm. and autophagy which is when your body processes and eats up the cells that are no longer really functioning that well and so for that i would definitely recommend dr fung's work so check him out if you just type in dr fung f-u-n-g he has a great book on fasting out there so yeah definitely check it out And fasting has been done for the millennia. In religious texts, you'll see fasting. For health reasons, you'll see fasting. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that had been lost throughout the ages. And people are starting to really pick that up and see that, you know, yes, you save time because you don't have to think about cooking and eating as much, you feel better, you feel lighter, your mind is a lot sharper. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of benefits. And so if you want to start intermittent fasting, again, talk to your doctor first and make sure that you are all set to go for intermittent fasting mm-hmm. and test it out yourself. And we'll also be linking all these information on our website. So check out yuntaktime.com for show notes and transcripts.
0: Yeah and just to add to that i just want to let you know that intermittent fasting uh, in addition to asking your doctor if it's safe or not it's not for everyone you know some people's body are not meant to be intermittent fasted with and so just be mindful that every person is different and how their body adapts to different types of lifestyles
1: mm-hmm. and so again uh, it's all an experiment test it out if it works for you great if not try something different and of course if you've never fasted before, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but you can always work yourself up to it. So you start with the 16 and then go to 18 and then the 20. And then maybe you can do uh, some longer fast. Uh, For myself, I've been doing that 18 hour fast. And uh, quite recently, I did a little longer fast, which was I think, uh, in the closer to 40 hours. But for some reason, Um, I I don't think I prepared myself right. And I just felt really awful, like really, really bad. Uh, Through all my fasts, I've done 48-hour fasts in the past too. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel like that. So I think there's something off. So I just uh, said, hey, in this case, I can tell something is off. So Mm -hmm. let's just call it quits at this time. And then I refed uh, slowly. So uh, again, do your research. And for some, longer fast may work for some. It may not so listen to your body Mm -hmm. and best of luck
0: yes so let's get back to our topic of the day unusual ways to manage your stress so Mm -hmm. the reason why we're bringing this up because everyone deals with stress and we thought that it might be a good idea to let you guys know how we manage our stress
1: yeah exactly there are many ways to deal with stress and not only that there are many different types of stress Mm -hmm. right but in the end stress is stress and it does affect your mind, your body, your emotion, and much more. So we wanted to share some unusual ways that we manage those stress. And for example, the types of stress, it can be relationship stress, it can be work stress, Mm -hmm. it could be family stress, it can be stress because uh, you're in pain, physical pain. Mm -hmm. And so there are many different types of stress and categorizing this stress into the physical, mental, emotional may help you understand the stress better. So for example, if it's a physical stress, it might be because you're getting less sleep than you should Mm -hmm. like we have been Mm -hmm. when you have a
0: a toddler that doesn't sleep through the night
1: right um it's it's quite difficult to get your rest um yes because she's been still waking up uh, quite Mm -hmm. a few times at night
0: yeah recently it's been really bad yeah i I don't know what it is i don't know if it's growth pains or
1: yeah and i think she's uh, she's been having some teeth coming out too yeah
0: Um, i think she's forever teething so i hope this is really the last (laughs) hopefully one of the last times or we're nearing an end in that teething phase Mm -hmm. Mm Because we see a lot of teeth in her mouth. So yeah, the physical pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So uh, with the sleep, you know, you can, of course, that itself is stress. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're eating poorly, that's actually stress on your body, right? Yeah. And so uh, again, it could be trauma, blunt trauma to your body. So there's all sorts of stresses that your physical body can endure. Mm -hmm. But not only that, there's mental, emotional stress where it's something that you think about. You think about something and that stresses you at work. Maybe you have work stress. Maybe it's coworkers or just thinking about certain things mm-hmm. stresses you out. Yeah. Um, and then That thinking then slowly translates into how you feel. So it's the emotional. And then from there can also start affecting your physical. So it can be either or, right? Sometimes the physical pain will uh, affect your emotional and mental Mm -hmm. health. Whereas it can also be the opposite from mental down to the physical. So uh, keep that in mind. And also another category that I am working on currently, which is the transcendent. It could be considered the the spiritual and since that's something i'm working on i would love to really get a much better grasp and understand it before i share that with you so in the future i would love to be sharing more about the transcendent it's
0: beautiful yeah and and to add to that we just want to let you know that usually with mental stress and emotional stress most of the time you're mentally stressed And then the emotions come afterwards. So the emotions are always a little delayed compared to the mental. Let's say if you're experiencing both stress. So just keep that in mind. That's the emotional is always delayed compared to the mental compared to the thinking in the mind. So Mm -hmm. that's something that we just wanted to let you guys know.
1: Yeah. And also uh, emotional usually sticks around. It's a lot more stickier, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Thinking wise. Yeah, it's a little easier for you to think about something different. Of course, when you program your mind by thinking about certain things again and again and again, of course, it'll create more grooves in your brain that makes it easier to think about this stressful thing. But again, by thinking about that, the emotions come slowly, Mm -hmm. but once they come, they're a lot more sticky. So keep that in mind Mm -hmm. when dealing with this. Uh, Emotions are a little bit more sticky, so you'll have to stick with it in order to kind of relieve that type of stress yeah so yeah yeah. thank you for bringing that up Akko so Akko can you share with us what your unusual way to manage stress is
0: yeah so usually when I feel stressed I usually try to become aware of what type of emotions I'm going through just because I'm a more uh feeling based type of person so i try to see what type of emotions i'm feeling am i feeling angry anxious or am i nervous so i try to pinpoint what type of emotion i'm actually feeling and after i pinpoint what type of feeling i'm feeling i scan my body to see where it is and i know we've talked about this before but it's really important usually the same emotions appear in the same areas of your body so go to that same spot If you're not used to scanning scan your body to see where it is is it on your shoulders is it in your throat is it in your chest your upper chest is it in your heart solar plexus there's so many places that your emotions can lie within your body so it's very important to see where exactly that emotion is located in your body so i encourage everyone to scan your body once in a while whenever you're feeling A very deep emotion so that you can start to recognize where your emotions are located. And once you feel this energy, stay equanimous. And I know we bring up this word a lot, equanimous. So what equanimous means is inner calm, composure, mental calmness. So think about a still lake. It's so calm and it becomes a mirror you just have to be that calm about it so you're not reacting to any of your emotions that you're feeling you just watch it and then slowly it'll dissipate and if it doesn't you can always try to bring light to it by imagining the light of the sun or the energy from the core of the earth rise up or come down if it's the sun and then try to have it radiate your body and then try to have it kind of lighten up that part of your body that you're feeling that emotion from and it usually lightens up it usually becomes lighter and that's been my experience with dealing with emotions and how about you Tamil?
1: yeah thanks for sharing so your method is to become aware of your emotions mm-hmm. and kind of locate it in your body Where where is it yeah. in my body and then once you find it mm-hmm. by scanning your body with your awareness, Mm -hmm. what you do is you stay quantumist and then bring light to it if you need. So bringing the light from the sun or the core of the earth and bringing that light and penetrating the tough emotion that you're going through, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. For my case, it's interesting because mine is slightly different in a way that it uses the mind a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I call it the vaporizing technique. Mm -hmm. And the way I do this is when I'm stressed, of course, when you're stressed, sometimes we're very unaware of it. We just kind of know that we're stressed when it gets really bad, mm-hmm. but we tend to not see kind of the more subtle stress that kind of grows into a bigger stress. But for me, when I feel stress, I visualize what is stressing me out. Mm-hmm. So if it's uh, something to do with work, uh, I visualize what's happening. And then I try to go a little deeper to figure out why is that? Why, why is that certain thing stressing me out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then once I figure that out, what I do is I imagine, I visualize that certain thing Mm -hmm. in my mind. And then when I do that, I start to let go. I start to let go by visualizing that image vaporizing and then letting that go. So I'll do a couple of times. So I'll visualize that stressful thing Mm -hmm. and then vaporize it just like a puff of smoke, just like clouds in the sky that just passes and just dissipates. Mm -hmm. That's how I imagine it. And just let go and imagine the brain softening, the stress vaporizing. Mm -hmm. And that's the technique I use, the vaporizing technique, to process stress.
0: Mm, That's beautiful. So you visualize the stress first, and then you go deeper as to why you're feeling the stress, and then you vaporize that image.
1: Yep, exactly. And so it's a really a big letting go process so for example let's say a a spider is stressing me out okay Mm -hmm. so we'll take that example Mm -hmm. i visualize that spider and then imagine that spider just vaporizing like a puff of smoke like a cloud that dissipates in the sky Mm -hmm. in that way and it's not a violent thing but it's just slowly just and have it dissipate in my mind Mm -hmm. and i'll do that a couple of times and then through that I can see that my body starts to react to the things that i'm thinking which is the vaporizing and mm-hmm. then of course uh bonus points is you then relax all the body parts that i've been holding tension in because a lot of tension is held in the body mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. that's beautiful so yeah like tamama's was mentioning a lot of tension is held in your body so We encourage everyone really to pinpoint where in your body you feel the most stress. So a lot of times people might have a lot of shoulder pain or back pain. Maybe that's where you hold your stress. And that's why you have those pain bodies.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why exercises like these are so awesome because everyone has different ways of, again, handling stress. Mm -hmm. Some people might hold a lot of stress in their body most people do we we hold tension Mm -hmm. and for some people it might be in the hands some people it might be in the head some people it might be in the face Mm -hmm. some people like me are in the shoulders and so it really depends and the more you do these type of exercises you get to understand yourself at a deeper level and then from that even dealing with stress becomes custom tailored to you Mm -hmm. so that you create your own technique and then from there It's really a matter of getting to know yourself more and more and more. So
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's also another way to get to know yourself in a deeper way, like Tomon just mentioned. So what type of stress do you commonly get stuck on?
1: Is it physical stress, mental stress, emotional? We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Please come say hi on our new website by going to yuntakutime.com. That's all one word, yuntakutime.com. All right. See you soon.
0: Bye, guys.